we got a letter. Well, we got an email. Is it like Blue's Clues? We got a letter. We, we just got, got a letter. letter. We just got it. Yeah, we'll probably get sued for saying that. Um, yeah, Blue's Clues is not, uh, we are not a sponsor, and they are not a sponsor of us. There yeah, we go. Okay, Blue's how, Blue's, how are you supposed to say is that? Blue's, is Blue's Clues still around? Yes. I didn't know that. Um, they that went, they went up from person? Steve to Joe to I, uh, Jeff, I believe his name is. He's... Um, I think it's Jeff. I don't know. So they're still they're on their third but one now. They're on a third one, but uh, blue, best. blue is more CGI'd. Yeah, that's weird. Versus cartoony. Yes, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, we, well, we, we detracted from transcripts. <laughs> the letter we got. Yes, Jacob. Okay, you're waiting for Elizabeth. Okay. Um. Yeah, we got a letter. So you want to read the letter, and we will touch on this. This is I, I say we read the entire thing, and then we'll go back and touch topics here. Okay. Because, yes. All righty, dear Devin. First off, I want to thank you for bringing such a straightforward look on life. It's very refreshing. Although you say some hard things, it doesn't mean that you are wrong. I feel we all would learn more if we could just get out of our heads more. I have a situation that is frustrating me. I, through a friend of a friend, have learned of several situations that have troubled me for some time now and not sure what to do. I am a very devout member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I know with what I am about to write to you is passed to me by a couple of people So the reality of the situation may not be exact, but it still troubles me. I would love to know your opinion. There are some parents that have said these things to their children. I will list them by number as to get your opinions of each situation, if I can ask of this. Number one, telling your daughter-in-law and son that they will never have another baby because they are not active in the church, so God is punishing them. Number two, telling your seven-year-old granddaughter she will never be with her family again in heaven when they die because her parents aren't active in the church, and so now she doesn't want to be baptized because she is scared she won't see her mom and dad. Number three, telling your 17-year-old daughter the reason she needs therapy, has intrusive thoughts, and got a C in school is because she doesn't go to young women's and doesn't read scriptures as often as she should. They also say she needs therapy because she refuses to talk to the bishop about her mental health health, because she doesn't believe he is a therapist, and she thinks it's not fair to him to have to deal with it, but they do. Number four, basically blaming everything their children fail at on the fact that they could be closer to God, but they aren't, so they are being punished. I know these situations may seem very hard, but I believe they are real. Although, again, it was told to me with some separation between me and who it is happening to. I appreciate everything that you two say, even if you choose not to address this or you don't even get it. I love what you stand for. May you be blessed in your every endeavor. Sincerely, Jane. P.S. Tell Justin he is more than an F. He is way more than that. I say the F stands for fantastic. And on that note, I want to say thank you, Jane. I agree with Jane 100%. You are pretty fantastic. No, no, not pretty fantastic. You are fantastic. And I give an F. And you Just, just remember, I always give an F. You, you are more than an F. I, knew, I do know that. <laughs> okay, so. Whew. 
there's, that, a, there's a lot here. That's pretty hefty. And um, I think we need to also provide this disclaimer that these aren't just things that are happening within the LDS, the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints. Love goes everywhere. These kind of paradigms are within even non-religious paradigms kind of thing. You know, I've, I've actually had writers talk to me about how karma and things like that, that because of what you do, bad things are happening to you. You know, they, they talk like that. And to me, that's somewhat of the same. Yeah. Could that be, I mean, in your opinion, could that be classified as kind of the same paradigm, obvious, uh, uh, as far as thoughts? Because to me... I think yes and no. Um, I think karma is a little bit different thing. Um, you know, basic karma, essentially, what goes around comes around, right? Um, I do believe things will eventually catch up to people if you just treat people poorly. Treat people okay. Better. So this is actually more about taking that there is a being, someone there yeah. that is pressing the punish button. Right. Well, okay. first I want to start off and say, dear Jane, thank you. Although I may not say what you want to hear. I don't know if I will or not. I don't know if Justin will say what you want to hear. I don't know if anybody's going to say what you want to hear. Um, I'm pretty sure, now I'll say it, I may be wrong. and I'm okay with being wrong. Your name may not be Jane, but you, I think you wanted to be anonymous, so you chose Jane because Jane is generic. And that's easy. And I, I appreciate that and I respect that. So thank you. Um, so where do we start? I, too, am a, I would say, a devout member of the Church of Jesus Christ of the Saints. As am I. Um, and I think, so, if the situation is two times removed, let's go there first. Then one thing there is you can do is you can do nothing except if you have children, you can not do some of these things. That's the first thing. If this is you directly dealing with this issue, then... Because I, I'm a person that reads into things, and I know a lot of times when I get things that I, I you know, it's kind of like getting that letter from the email from the the Arabian prince has got twenty million dollars from me, just needs my social security number. Yeah, I can read through that, right? There's always hidden agendas, right? That's a scam. But yeah, um, I don't think this is a scam. I think this is a real real concern, and, I, and honestly, I've seen these same types of things happen in uh, my life uh, around me of people who also have. So I guess let's start with number one. Telling your daughter-in-law and son-in-law, or son, not sorry, tell your daughter-in-law and son that they are they will never have another baby because they are not active in church and God is punishing them. Okay, first of all, there are two issues here. What? He Jacob's outside. He gets trails in the south. Um, two, two, there's two issues here, okay? One... This couple, the daughter-in-law and the son, or it could be opposite because I don't know how this, what the hell the story went right here. So the daughter-in-law and the son, they have fertility issues. There's, yep, there's that's what this is. Children. Um, the God that I believe into, the Jesus Christ that died for our sins, and His Father, our God, He doesn't punish people. So the, the the key thing here is one agency doesn't apply to this. No, it's mortality. Correct. 
this is not God taking away the ability to have a child because someone is not active or as active in churches a parent would want them or child to be right that is that is a 100% impossibility god does not say you didn't follow this rule punishment our god loves us and he wants us to be happy the scriptures say that and that's what the scriptures uh, hold to far too often in the world i've heard a lot of people use why would god allow this to happen think of natural disasters think of you know even even in the situation with my own daughter okay um, and for those who don't know, I mentioned it in another segment, but my daughter passed away two years ago from a terminal illness. And my other children are afflicted with the same terminal illness. According to many people in this world, I could turn and look at God and say, why are you doing this to me? Well, but I mean, that's not the case. Mortality is mortality. So take the, take the principle or take the story of Job. Was it God punishing Job? No, that but that's often confused. People do confuse that a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. They they think that well and even Job's friend and his friends in the story said, you know, just um oh, what did he need to um tell or stop believing because or you know, yeah, yeah, he he should be blessing you. He, yeah. here, here's the thing. I've had a lot of crap happen to me in my life. And is that because God's punishing me? No. If if we believe we have a loving God, if we truly believe we have a loving God, he's not going to say, well, because you're not doing this, he, he doesn't withhold his love. If my kids do stupid crap, do I say, well, I no longer love you. And because I don't love you, I, I'm going to curse you with, you know, bad things. What kind of, I'm going to say it, what kind of shitty parent would I be? That would be horrible. I mean, seriously. So the rea- so there's two issues here. One, they have fertility issues. Now it could be on her side or it could be on his side. His side. And that happens. And you know what? It's a bad deal. Bad crap happens to good people. Good crap happens to bad people. We can't control that. That is situational. That really is. But to say it's it's God punishing them, uh, you're a bad parent, and I I hate calling parents bad parents. That's bad parenting. That's lashing out. That's that's uh, being frustrated with the situation. That and you know obviously their kids are old enough to be married. Your kid makes his own decisions. That's the agency part of this. The kid can choose not to go to church. Is that the, what the, what I would want my kids to do? No, I want my kids to to. You know, go to church. I want my kids to continue to grow their progression and grow their knowledge with about our Savior Jesus Christ and God. But the fact that they're, you know, if they don't go, will they be punished? No. That's stupid. For, for, for as far as what Jane can do about this, she can. If this is if this was her kids, stop telling your kids that. It's not true. If it's a, if I don't think it's her kids. I don't think it is <laughs> because either. her well, sending this email is, is yeah. almost says she's not saying I'm doing this to my children. No, no, I understand that. But yeah. the, but on the other side, if it's a friend of a friend, yeah, be a friend. That's what you can do. You can be a friend, and you know, tell them that that, that 
this is not this is not what this is not God's plan. There's nothing in in the the church any of the church programs. Program is just a program, right? The program a church may institute a program and say this is what's going on, but the program will it essentially it's to help us learn. It's called guidance. That's all it is. Um, and counsel. And the program the church program like say young men, young women whatever, which we'll get to that part too. That is to help a kid grow in the knowledge to gain a testimony. But you can't force a testimony. It's right? called resource. It is. That is a resource. It's a book. These are resources to um, guide someone to making what might be the um, best possible decisions for themselves. Correct. Correct. All right. Number did, two. I, did we cover that one well enough, I think? Um, I, I, I do want to... I had a thought as far as you know the active in the church thing. I mean, I, you, you touched on it. They, they have the right to go to church. I just... Okay, no, I don't have anything. I'm sorry. Okay. I just took up. Well, I mean, acti- activity in church is, is yeah, I think it's important to be active in church. I mean, you, it, it helps you be better. It helps you become better. It helps you be, you know, it, 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 being active in church is important. But if you missed, we went through COVID and we only went to church like once every, as much as we could, we're good, really. It was like once every two months. Does that mean we're like, okay, God's going to say, well, you didn't go, you're punished doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. And actually, the thought came back to me, and, and I might be getting um, the church leader wrong, but I think it was Jeffrey R. Holland who gave a talk a number of years back that basically talking about why things happen in our lives. You okay. see, he gave three reasons. Number one, because we bring it on ourselves. Oh, yeah. Number two, because other people bring it on us. That happens too. And number three, because it's just a part of life. It's experience. It, it things happen, and 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 so ultimately, for those parents to, well, it, it so here's here's my question. I have a, I've worked for businesses, and then those businesses went bankrupt. Was God punishing me because I never got paid from because they went bankrupt, or was God punishing them and then I got the recourse of it? God wasn't punishing anyone. That's the whole point. Personal choice. Because God doesn't punish people. It's not he doesn't he doesn't say boom you're it, 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 this is what's happening we have a loving God and and also ge- genetically speaking um, activity in church or activity being a part of something does not denote what your body is going to do or not do now I can say for a fact I do know that I have seen priesthood blessings that have healed people that were sick that have so now that so there there is the element of faith here as well. Okay, so I'm throwing this into the mix. Well, yeah, I mean, scripturally speaking, and this is, of course, within the LDS culture, and I don't know where it might be written in any other form of scripture out there, but within the Doctrine and Covenants of LDS scripture, there's this verse that says, I, the Lord, am bound when you do what I say. Okay. But his being bound is a matter. He wants to bless us, but he's bless, not, bless, 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 but bless, he's not, not punish. Well, he's not saying, well, because you're not active, you can't have kids. Correct. Now, and that's what I'm they, getting at. Could they get a blessing that could help? Probably so. Could that help? Yes, it could. But that comes down to the, the faith of the individuals. One, the faith of the person giving the blessing Two, kind of like when Christ blessed the sick and the afflicted and he healed people. Mm-hmm. It's because they had incredible faith and their leprosy went away. Seriously. So that is something that according to the scriptures, it is it's a miracle. It's it yes. it does not happen 
but it's a miracle. So could that happen? Yes, I do believe that that is true. I do believe that a blessing could heal the issue, but I also believe that science as well with faith can be the answer too. I also believe that sometimes it's the path of our lives. Sometimes you just, you know, sometimes that, that it's just, this is the way that life is supposed to go in order to make us the, the, that's the refiner's fire. Yeah. That's the term. The refiner's fire. It's the, it's the hand that they were given. It's what it is. Yes. And it sucks. But guess what? They'll be, they'll be stronger. Thanks for going back to it. (laughs) Number two. Telling your seven-year-old granddaughter she will never be with her family again in heaven when they die because her parents aren't active in the church, so now she doesn't want to be baptized because she is scared she won't see her mom and dad. Okay, there is a whole lot wrong with this right here. Uh, Yeah, first off, um, trying to plant that kind of thought in a seven-year-old? That's toxicity at oh, its my finest. Um, so here's the deal. You're talking to a seven-year-old and you tell this to a seven-year-old. You're a horrible person. The person that's doing this, that's bad. You don't do that. What you do is you set the example for that kid, right? You invite the kid to come to church. You teach by example. You do the right thing no matter what, even if you don't like the outcome of their parents. You as a grandparent, you know better. Shame on you. Yes, I am I am shaming people right now. I mean, seriously, that's just wrong. Especially if those grandparents happen to be very active in the yeah. LDS well, faith because they should know that, number one, they aren't God. Well, so they don't have the right to pass judgment. Number two, <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen after this life as far as penance, repentance. Well, we do know a little bit because a couple of general conferences ago, they actually talked about this. There is repentance on the other side. Yes, there is. Now, to what extent? We don't know that. We don't know how it all works. So it's better to take care of it here, right? It's better to fix things, better to do what's right here. So then you have the leg up when you die, right? Okay, so there's that. Right now, um, if you're so, I'm assuming that the one and two are connected. This is a stepdaughter. I'm assuming through a marriage. That's my guess. That's my assumption. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my connection here. Okay, unless they have another child, another unless they have other children that are inactive at church. So then, if I'm going to say if you're if you're frustrated because your children are inactive, so what I see here is we have we have parents that are using they're manipulating a situation to try to get their kids to do something that they want them to do, although their kids are grown up and, and they're weaponizing their seven year olds. They're weaponizing a seven year old to go work against them to maybe this will oh I will well we'll make sure that she'll say I don't want to get baptized because you guys won't I won't be able to be with you in heaven. That's that that is horrible. No one does this. Or to manipulate the kids to start going to church again by sending the granddaughter to say, Mommy, Daddy, I want to see you in heaven, so can we please go to church more often? Yeah, so it, it, it's manipulation. It's this total. Is, this is manipulation at its finest, and it, it, again, it's toxic and it's bad. Now, it's, I, 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 I struggle with, the, with these, cause, but because I struggle with all of this because I, I just can't get it through my head that people actually are like this. And that frustrates me because I don't, I wasn't raised this way. 
and I don't raise my kids this way. You know, though in the South, I would say it's a bit more prevalent, not necessarily within the LDS faith, but within just religion in general. Where you don't follow my beliefs, you're going to hell. In the Bible well, Belt, that comes out a lot, yeah, I mean, does it not? Yeah, I mean, essentially, if you if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do that, you're going to hell. But I mean, that's the fire and brimstone stuff. But the reality is, is if well, you truly believe, I know, I get this is passive aggressive fire and brimstone. It, 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 this it's is this is ridiculous. And I'm gonna say this is typical Utah stuff that I see a lot. It, it, it happens everywhere, but it seems like it's more so here than anywhere else. And it and it, that that's sad for me. Because th- there's no need for this type of stuff. It doesn't. It doesn't. It should not exist. So I'm going to say that the that the grandparents, and you know, uh, talking to them, they they doubt their testimony enough to know that if the gospel is true, if Jesus is the Christ, and I'm calling them out on this, that they doubt their testimony so much that they're going to have to manipulate their way to get what they want. Well, technically, you're sinning alone right there that that's not the way that the gospel is that's not that's not go to the go okay go back to my bible belt background of in the south the old bracelets that everybody wore and they probably ended up out here what would jesus do yeah what would jesus do wwjd yeah this is not what would jesus would do no again and and, uh, because this is yeah LDS scripture talks about um, how the powers of the priesthood, mm-hmm. it's the only covenant of the priesthood, how the power of the priesthood won't be used in that manner. Correct. No, it absolutely and, can't. And, and if anybody does use it, I mean, the scriptures actually, the doctrine comes and states, amen to the priesthood of that man. Essentially saying, well, and let's take this away from the priesthood now and just go to the people. Bottom line, and as well, you said, it's a sin. It's unrighteous it's a dominion. Sin. It's unrighteous is- dominion to... Um, manipulate people using gospel principles. Yeah, but they're 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 twisting gospel principles. Here is what's happening. Well, yeah, manipulation through the use of gospel principles. I mean, they're taking elements of truth and they're twisting it, and to they're fit their twisting agenda. it to fit their agenda. Yeah. Yes. Number three. Oh, this one's. <laughs> All right. So there, there's a there's some right in this, and there's a lot wrong. Okay. So telling your 17-year-old daughter the reason she needs therapy, has intrusive thoughts, and got a C in school is because she doesn't go to young women. I'm assuming and does read script and I'm assuming that's me and doesn't read scriptures as often as she should. Yeah, when it, when I read yeah, it, I kind of did. changed what yeah. my brain yeah. thought it should be. So um, they also say she needs therapy because she refuses to talk to the bishop about mental health. Okay, well, I'm, well let's, let's break this down. Yeah, I'm, let's go let's back go to back. the first one. Telling your, your 17-year-old daughter the reason she needs therapy, has intrusive thoughts, and, and got a C in school because she doesn't attend young women. Okay, and doesn't read scriptures as often as yeah. she should. Okay. That, that's the end of the sentence. So, right so let's, let, let's touch on this. <laughs> Here's the deal. My daughter, Elizabeth, hasn't been to young women in I don't know how long. Probably at least four or five years. Probably. And she's 17, which means and she's 17 now. It's since she was 12. Well, it, well, it was before she went to young women when she went when COVID hit. She okay, was, she was somewhat active. Okay, and she didn't really want to go because a lot of things that they were doing the young women and I, and I'm calling the young women in that ward out was they treated the young women as if they were um, kids, babies. So they would they literally would do um, 
the uh, in young women they would they would uh, do macaroni art. What? Yeah, they would do stuff like that, and and instead of like so, the young men would go and do cool cool activities, but they wouldn't do cool activities for the young women. Young men would go often camping. Young women want to go camping too. Mm. So she went to young women's camp once, and she had fun. But the reality is, young women's is not a commanded, um, acti- uh, you know, I'll say a commanded uh, uh, meeting. Reading scriptures is not commanded either. Well, we are asked to read scriptures. It's suggested, We're counseled, it's counseled, and guided. Correct. Now, how do we know God by reading the scriptures? Correct. How do we know um, how to pray? Read the scriptures by doing. Here, here's the thing: testimonies. Testimonies are not built off of manipulation, and that's there's a lot of manip- manipulation in, the, in every one of these. So, if she's having, if she needs therapy, and she has intrusive thoughts, and she got a C in school, I'm going to say it this way: she got a C in school because she's probably not focused. Well, and can I bring this out? Go. So, my daughter, same age, a year older than Elizabeth. Okay. But she stopped going to young women's and stopped going to church, period, and stopped believing in God uh, about two years ago. I don't believe that, though. I don't either, but I'm just saying these are the words she uses. Well, everyone that most everyone I know that says they don't believe in God, they actually don't understand what they believe. That's the first step. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I'm, 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 well, actually, that this may be another podcast for another time because of her reasonings behind her non-belief. Point okay. being is that um and well she graduated the 4.3 gpa and got a full ride scholarship to a so, but major this, university but, so i'm saying but according to the logic this is god punishing this kid though because of not doing right it, well why wasn't my daughter because she, she acknowledged that there was no god so then she was free let's use world logic here not true obviously okay got it yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to put out it. It doesn't take no. religion to have an individual succeed in life. It takes individual effort no, no. and understanding. Maybe she got a C in a class because maybe that's not her favorite class, or maybe she's well, not adept at mathematics or English or, or whatever, whatever you know? it was. Right. So yeah. what I'm looking at here is one. You know, if she needs therapy, and obviously she acknowledges that she needs some therapy. Right? That's that next part. It, yeah. Um, she probably is not focused on the schooling because there's other things in her life that are getting that are interfering. Her plate with is the, full. It is. I mean, and so she doesn't know how to push those thoughts out of them and process yeah. through and cope. Yeah, that it, there's she has a coping that's what, mechanism. That's what issue. therapy is. Yeah. Um, you know, so yes, should, what, as a parent, do I ask my kids to read the scriptures? Yes. Can I force them to read the scriptures? No. Can I tell them a cool story that I read in the scriptures today? Absolutely. Do I do that? Yes, I do. And it's called that's the leading by example. Well, that's the point. As a parent, we can't. You know, when your kids are young, like when I had toddlers, I could get my kids pretty much to do anything for the most part, right? You know, because you could manipulate them as a parent. And honestly, when you're a young parent, you know how to, and you have to manipulate kids. Like, okay, I'll take you here, but you have to eat your breakfast first. Yes, I know, but it, it, but that goes away as they become more accountable, and they become more, uh, you know, into as they grow. Well, manipulation becomes more of an incentive program versus the manipulation well, program. Jake uh, Ethan, he wants to play video games after school. He has to do things before he gets video games. Yeah, incentive. Yeah, it's a you know pro, um, reward versus uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, I'm rewarding. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, but, <laughs> my but goodness, I don't know. I'm, re- I'm rewarding my kids for doing things that are good. Yeah, you know, simple as that. Um, now let's go to. They also say she needs therapy because she refuses to talk to the bishop about her mental health. Okay, first of all, here's the deal. The bishop is not a therapist. And the next line says, because she doesn't believe he's a therapist. And so the, She's the not wrong. young woman knows that. So what we have here is the bishop is not a therapist. Now, therapy can cost money. I get it. But there are also ways to get therapy without having to pay money, too. There are programs out there. Oh, do you know that the bishop could actually pay for that therapy? You are correct. I know that. <laughs> and the you know now what she may she she may the parents may need to go to the bishop and say, hey, our daughter needs some help, and because our daughter needs some help, she doesn't want to talk to you about the problems because they're problems, right? They're day problems, and she doesn't believe you're a therapist. And I guarantee that bishop, if he understands his calling, he knows he's not a therapist. Now his job is to counsel own spiritual things within the ward boundaries within what his his keys that are given to him to what he needs to do he is the shepherd over a flock of people 600 800 400 200 whatever the size of the ward is the church is that's his job now does he act as a therapist sometimes yeah i mean he if as far as like listening to people's problems yes he listens to a lot of people's problems. And you know what? Honestly, I don't think every bishop wants to hear everybody's problems, but I know people vomit their problems on the bishops all the time. And you know what? Their job is to love the, love the people and listen. Now, on the other side of being an actual therapist, no, it's not his job to be a therapist. If you're thinking the bishop is a therapist, you understand the, the structure of the church completely different, and, you're, and, and it's, that's not how it works. I will say, though, bishops do provide the coping mechanisms within the paradigm of the gospel. They do, correct. Because those coping mechanisms, though they may not answer the specific nature of the mental health issue, mm-hmm. they do provide that the goodness that will then bring a foundational structure yeah. to that individual's life. Right. And honestly, if they if they find that the, if they do meet with the person that needs therapy, they'll suggest that we should we should probably find you some more help than me. And they use the word professional, correct? Help. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, bishops have a big job, and and I, my hats off to every bishop. I mean, it's it's it, they have a hard hard job. It's it's not easy to be in charge of an entire ward and making sure everything goes like it should. They're unpaid, so they're doing this voluntarily and for free because they have a testimony of the gospel. But that doesn't mean that they're licensed therapists that can make your world change. I mean, they hear about infidelity of this couple, suicidal thoughts of this teenager, you know, financial problems of this family, and the you know they got a lot on their shoulders. They hear so much that (laughs) it almost overwhelms them. And some it does. Well, no, I mean, so my dad was a bishop or branch president for 26, 27 years of his life, on and off. You know, calling to come, calling to go, that type of thing. And it t- it takes a mental toll on, on these men. It really does. I've been very blessed to never have to deal with that, and I'm happy about that. 
it's it's a, and I think anyone that that wants to be a bishop, I'm going to call you out. You're an idiot because y- your heart's in the wrong place. You're not thinking. You're wanting a title. Versus, there, it's a title, yeah. Versus and, and, and there is notoriety no, versus there is no ladder when it comes to climbing the church. There's yeah. no church. Ooh, I became a bishop. What's next? Ooh, I'm a, a state, state president. president. Ooh, seventy and seven, then an apostle. Screw that. No. <laughs> that is stupid. If that's what you want in life, I hope you get it because you're going to find out real quick how horrible of a, of a deal that really is. Instead of what you should do is just support your bishop and say, how can I help you? Serve to the best of your ability. That's it. In whatever place you're put. So, again, to the 17-year-old young lady, you're right. The bishop's not a therapist. He's not licensed to do that. I, I like how Jean wrote it. And if this these are the words the 17-year-old used, she thinks it's not fair. Well, for the bishop to have it's to deal not. with, and it's not. It's not. It's not fair for the bishop to have to have that. Now, should the bishop be aware that he ha- that he has a young lady that has some issues? Yes, and to provide the, support. That's what I was about to go to because his job is as the bishop is to say, "How can we help this young lady? How can we help this family?" Because obviously, this family's got some issues. <laughs> well, yeah. If this is one family, which I hope, <laughs> I hope it's not, but I, it, it kind of sounds like it is one family. If it is one family then the bishop may need to call the, the, the parents in and say, how can I help you? This has come to my attention. So, Jane, I mean, if you want to take this to the bishop, uh, he'll listen. now. And But the, once you tell him, your responsibility would be done. You don't, you don't have to worry about following up because that's out of your hands. What you can do is be a friend. And I think that's the biggest thing. Let's go to number four. Basically blaming everything their children fell at on the fact that they could be closer to God but aren't, so they are being punished. Okay, here's the deal. I'm going to blame the parent. You didn't lead by example enough that your children were closer to God. Secondly, it is this, there's a simple principle in the gospel called agency. You can't force people to do things. What's that old adage? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. If you've done everything in your power to lead those children in a righteous way to the water of the gospel, and they choose not to grab hold of it and take a drink, that's not on you. Is it sad? Yes. Because if it's something that you believe in so much and you and you, and it, and it affects your life in a good way, then and you know it can affect their life in a good way if they would just apply those principles, then yes, that can be sad as a parent. Jake, I'll tell you, my son Jacob has no desire to go on a mission. But that is one of the most charitable young men I have ever met in my life. Does that mean he's going to burn in hell? No. A mission does is not for everybody. A mission is available for everyone. But if that mission doesn't is not the right thing for that young man to do, and he knows it, who am I to say what he should do? Only thing I can do is is continue to do things like I do have been. I've been telling Jacob, hey, I want you to make sure you're going to church. I want you to make sure you're reading your scriptures. Will you do that for me? In order to apply us? Yes, Dad. Makes me tear up a little bit. 
because as long as I've done everything I can do, my kids will do the right thing if they choose to. I can't force them to do it right. And even if they don't choose to do what you want them to do, guess what? You still, I still love need them. to love them. That's the bottom line. Our job as parents is to raise our kids to be the best people they could ever be. And if they choose not to be that, I guarantee at one time, Jeffrey Dahmer was a good person. Now that's going to be, that, that's pretty, that's, that's crazy to say, right? Because we think, we look at this human being of Jeffrey Dahmer who killed and murdered people, right? At one time, I guarantee he chose correctly. But then he chose, he went down a path that took him in a different direction. Now, my question is, does that mean God doesn't love him? Of course, God loves him. All he's going to do is hold him accountable for his actions. So why do we have accountability? So we can do better. If I punch a random stranger and I, and a cop sees that I get arrested, I'm being held accountable. If I'm speeding down the road and a cop pulls me over because I was speeding, I'm held accountable. If my children choose not to read their scriptures and I've asked them to do it, that accountability doesn't fall on me. I've taught them correctly. I've asked them to do what's right. In my eyes, that's the right thing. But in their eyes, they choose that it's not. They're their own people. This is, this, it's, to me, it's simple. The gospel of Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ does not say you have to do something. That's Satan's plan. Everyone will be raised back up in heaven. Guaranteed, whether they like it or not. Honestly, even Jeffrey Dahmer is going to get better than, he, than, he sh- than we think he should. But then again, we're not God, so we can't judge it. If I had my choice based off of my knowledge of Jeffrey Dahmer I, and I was God, I'd say you're burning in hell forever. Blah, 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 you know. But no, he has to account for the, his sins. He will. And we don't know what that process is. Therefore, that is correct. We just need to leave it in God's hands and stop judging. Our job is to love. Well, judge. We we can judge actions. Love people. Well, as as Gordon B. Hinckley said, you knew where I was going on this yes, one, sir. It's one of my favorite quotes ever. You know, he was on Larry King Live, and and Larry King asked him about uh, Bill Clinton because Bill Clinton, honestly. I don't think he was the worst president, but he did a lot of things that were not presidential, presidential or morally right. Correct. And so he, President Hinckley was asked about him and he says, well, we love the sinner, but not the sin. How simple is that? If your kids are having these troubles, you need to love your kids more. You need to go embrace them and love them and hold them and say, you know what? As simple as, as one thing is saying, I love you. You know what I do with my, I, I should do it more. I don't do it as often as I, as I should, but I do it quite frequently. I will send my kids just a random text every now and then and tell them, you know what? I love you. Just that. Or I appreciate you. Or, you know what? I'm proud of you. And it's not that they need that validation from me, but it sure as hell can't help hurt. If you tell someone, I appreciate you. I have had bad situations where people came and were yelling at me. And I looked at them and I said, I want to say, 
I'm sorry, but I appreciate you. What can I do better? And that whole conversation went, did a full 360. 180. One, yeah, all the way back around again, and they were mad at me again. Yeah, I know, just kidding. <laughs> Thank you, 180. <laughs> Correct. I was wrong with that one. Thank you, sir. But no, but yeah, I mean, it did a full 180. And you know what? We're not best friends. But guess what? There's respect. That's it. And we were on the, we got to be where we're on the same page. So I, what I see in this whole thing, this entire thing, I see parents and grandparents that are struggling for themselves. And yes, I said some harsh things. Some of them I said they were shitty parents. Yeah, I said that. I don't go. I don't apologize for that. What I do say is, I said it. They need to move forward, and they need to be better. They need to learn the principle of love. Jane, what you can do, you can learn the principle of love. If you, I'm sure you or are continue good. living the, the. Yeah, I mean, this the is the fact this that you're bringing this up, Jane. She kudos. Sent this, she sent this in love. I don't think this was sent in vindictiveness. Oh, I think this was 100% sent in love. This is what do I do? What do you, you know? She asked for our opinions. You know, and, and that, I think that's what this all comes down to. The parents, the grandparents need to know love. The kids need to know love. They need to do better. They need, if they, if, if the parents and grandparents are, are struggling with the fact that their children are struggling with the testimony and the gospel, then the only thing they can do is love them and prove them. Go to what God always says. Prove me. How many times in scriptures do you see God saying, prove me? A lot. And he and he will. So if we do our part, he'll do his part. I'm going to say it again, Jane. Thank you. I like getting emails. And this is my first one? Yeah, this came to, I thought it was spam. I seriously thought this was spam, So, I, but I, I always check the... Check the email account. This one came from. So if you want to email us, I'll go and tell you. Email us at transcripts42, the spelled out 42, not the numbers. At uh, You're laughing because you. Trans, <laughs> transcripts42 at gmail.com. And why are you laughing? Go ahead. I know why. No, it's because 42. is the answer to everything. The answer to everything. <laughs> we don't always have the answer to everything. But we have by, opinions by on all everything. means, please send in, send more. Yeah. More questions, more things, and we'll be happy to talk about them. Thank you, Jane.